Welcome to finding my fit at 40. <laughs> that was me doing Victor. I nailed it, I think. Is that what I sound like? <laughs> Is that what I sound like? I think it's so. It's so close. It was right? If not spot on. It's spot on. Hard. Yeah, dead on. Thank that's, you. That's good. That's Hi, good. everybody. It's me, not Victor. <laughs> and I'm here with Victor and Michael, my homies. I'm also here, too, and I'm yeah. a homie. He is a homie. The truest homie. The homiest of homies. How's everybody doing? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Stop it in a minute. Michael shaved his face and his head, and so he just has no... <laughs> Dude, I was he's just little... eyebrows over there. Just <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> I was a little taken back at first, because it was a little different, yeah. but uh, he had this Mr. Clean thing going on, but it, it looks good on you, Mike. I mean... I appreciate Seeing that. more Excellent of your face is never a, a good bad jawline, thing. Mike. <laughs> more of your face is never a bad thing. Well, that's why I don't grow the, the facial hair out too much. You know, I don't want to hide the jawline. That's true. That's but it's, true. it's premeditated, you know, it's cultivated. It's controlled. Premeditated? You mean you grew it yourself? Is that what do you mean? Premeditated? He like thought I mean, about the, growing the it before he The shape and the lines and the length. Did. It's all premeditated. I'm a bald man, so it has to be premeditated. That's true, you have yeah. to have a plan going into the middle. That's true. That is true. Well, I'm glad that you thought it out thoroughly. That's, that's good, man. <laughs> so, uh, host Chrissy. Yes, hello. That's me. <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about a couple of things. We've got some um, ideas here. I think mostly our main fitness topic is going to be talking about how not all calories are the same. They're what not? Do you mean? A calorie is a calorie is a calorie. That's what I was saying. Calories thinking. in versus calories out? Yes. All of those things are sort of kind of true, but also no. I love that. Uh, we're going to make Michael explain that to us in more detail, but also <laughs> we're going to talk about ridiculous things that we see on social media, social media shenanigans. That's right, SMS. SMS, baby, uh, because that's what we like to talk about. We do, we do, <laughs> we do indeed. We spend a lot of time on social we're, media. We're targeting those social media individuals who are targeting your pockets. Yeah, they're targeting us, so we're going to target it right back at them. you have money in your pockets and they want that. I feel like I get more ads for fitness things than I see people's posts. Dude, it's so interesting how every week I still see a different ad for a fitness thing that I've never seen before. Right. Yes. I'm like, damn, people are still coming up with some shit. Weird stuff. <laughs> I sent too, the boys a, we'll an Instagram. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Oh, okay. We'll, when we get oh there, God. don't ruin it. Why can't that Shut be right now? Shut the host down oh, is what you just fine, did. fine. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, the one I sent the boys was like, it was like, remember that thing? It was like an infrared looking doodad oh, that would also right. like so it was like a suction-y thing oh the suction, suction infrared thing. i saw it's it like, like they, right, they took yeah. three different varieties of sculpting your body fat and put them into one device that also still does not work so but yeah. the, <laughs> so weird <laughs> does not work at all i mean you can move it around to make to shape it so that it looks different absolutely That's you can what you're doing. if you're doing liposuction yeah, like, shaving the fat cell off of the body but i mean i've seen legit like where they, I mean, it's brutal what they do with, like, the sticks and stuff. Have you seen that? Like, the Eastern thing where they, like, move fat around. And it does 
shift and shape no, your body No, what are you different. talking about? You've never seen that? I no. mean, I could see it temporarily so shifting yeah. a little bit because you have so much mass in there that you're shoving it aside for a little yeah, bit. But it, it's nothing permanent. It's nothing that's actually increasing your fitness, your health, or decreasing the, the size of the fat cells. So I had this conversation with, with somebody the other day about what a fat cell is and what it does. And so... Like you, you lose fat from the fat cell and it shrinks. And when you gain fat, the fat cell takes in more fat and it holds on to the fat. So your fat, your fat cells act as an endocrine system in their own right, taking care of hormone levels and raising and lowering things. Um, Christina's hand is raised and we're going to call on her now. Yes. Thank you. Do we have like a fixed number of fat cells or are those like if I am getting fatter, am I getting more fat cells? No, I, I believe it I mean, is I'm sure fixed. They I would have at to some point, now whether or not you get more or less as you age. I don't know about like as you're growing to, to maturity. Yeah, you might be adding fat cells, but once you have fat cells, you, you have the fat so cells. So the fat cell themselves is what's getting bigger. I'm not Correct. like multiplying my fat. Correct. Cells. And the fascinating thing about the human body is it has no limit to how fat it can get. I know it's so. The crazy. only limiting factor is your heart's ability to, to keep, keep up, up with, with the, the demand. Size. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, but this is, I mean, again, we've, we've talked about the, the health at every size and, and how healthy it is to have fat, whether it's healthy to have fat, even if like your, your blood markers are all good. If you look at it from, from the outside, it's just stress on the heart. Well, yeah, stress on the heart, but just as an overarching, um, you know, subject, we don't need 30 to 50% of our bodies to be this adipose tissue that's not adding anything to our lives except for weight on us. And I, I just recently saw on, on social media where they put a side-by-side -side of um, a 120-pound female. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be 120 pounds. I know some people are going to be complaining about that. But, and then there's I mean, like a 300-pound female um, next to it. And they did the, the MRI scans of the whole body. Mm -hmm. And so you can see, or DEXA, one or two. So you can see the fat around the musculature and such on the 120-pound the female and look fairly normal. But when you look at the 300-pound female, the amount of fat that was surrounding the heart and the organs and pushing on the stomach and compressing, you could even see the cartilage in the knee joints, mm. completely compressed to nothing in the 300-pound female. So let's say her blood markers were all fantastic. Yeah. The load on the skeletal structure, which you can see that, that you know people, male or female, who have been obese for a lot part of their lives, their knees will... will you know, sink in to create that that unstable angle, and that causes pain too. But you can't be good for your body to be squeezing your internal organs like that and carrying that load. And and adipose tissue, fat tissue, is is meant for survival ultimately. Mm -hmm. If you're not in a famine or, or survival times, like you don't have to have that much uh, fuel or food on board, which is what it was you know meant for in the first place. So there's you a healthy not range. If you're fat. Techni you? Technically, you would only starve from you know micronutrients, vitamins, and minerals. But no, you have enough fuel on board to feed you. You're going to be miserable. Yeah, what an interesting science experiment that would be. It would be like kind of torturing a person. So okay, I don't think well they they've, they've do done it, those science experiments in Nazi they? camps. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like a how, lot of that. The were they, but they weren't really. Were they doing like oh, how fat the hell someone was and seeing how long? I they would could imagine survive? that they did some studies. Like I mean, they they did the hypothermic studies. They did starvation studies, and I, I haven't seen all the the you know writings on that. And let's not even that's not even scratching the surface on the ethics of even doing that like yeah. do we had do we have any right to to you know jump our our medical knowledge ahead that much through that route yeah, I, like I, no. I would say no we could have gotten there eventually by doing smaller studies yeah so it's just it's what do you got over there so Victor? according to the internet so i was googling while you guys were chatting um about the fat cell yeah question. yes yeah. yeah so 
fat cells, you can gain fat cells. Are the cord- there are well, they're argu- cells, right? So they have to like die and reproduce and stuff, right? No, well, that's what I it would, says. I would imagine, yeah. But the, no, it says that they can that you produce them, but apparently they do not. You cannot eliminate them. Oh, they don't die. You don't get rid of fat cells, but you can gain more fat cells. Right. So somebody who has oh, been obese that. and has lost weight, they can more easily gain weight back because they have more fat on. cells. You can gain more <gasps> fat cells. Now you can actually get rid of fat cells. Lipo. If, with via lipo? lipo, because that's and if, if anybody's ever like, but go, go look at a, a YouTube video of liposuction. God, like they're taking awful. a big vacuuming slicing so, rod in the body and you poking up everywhere and slicing. It's, it's a so but you, gain them, you can gain yeah. them back those cells. Yeah. So yes, you can get rid of them for that time. Yeah. Like they're actually getting rid of fat cells. Right. But because you can gain more fat cells, your body will reproduce. Yeah, he's just saying if you've cells. gained more and you need you want to physically cut away some right. fat cells, that's the way to do it. That's the only way. Is yeah. Which I, I don't know that I recommend it. Just you just, you'd have to it's understand brutal. that that when you have it way more fat awful, cells, awful. it's going to be harder to to you know. Do you guys know anybody who's ever to gain more body fat? Huh? Do you know anybody who's ever had lipo? No. Uh-huh. I don't think so. I do. Yeah. I, I have a friend who... It's, it's, were I they mean, happy with that process or no? They were happy with the results, but I hated the... Did not realize how brutal and how much pain they yeah. were going to yeah, be. Did, like, they, did they gain that weight back? Um, I don't know. Because we that's, that's worth ago. noting. The, the problem with... And this this is the thing, too, about I, I my view personally on, you know, gastric bypass or... or uh, was it is it lap band? What's it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lap, band. lap band. Lap band surgery or even liposuction is you haven't changed the lifestyle. So yeah. So just getting those surgeries as as an intervention, you haven't learned anything. Especially liposuction. Sure, we can get rid of some fat. I mean, there's a chance for some loose skin to be hanging out there for a while as well. But if you haven't changed the lifestyle, you're going to go right back up to to where you mm-hmm. were and. So there's, there needs to be some sort of, in my opinion, again, there needs to be some sort of lifestyle intervention and, and a good groundwork of, of fitness and nutrition prior to making that kind of a jump so that you yeah. do not find yourself back there. Yeah, there has to be, like, there's a time and a place for liposuction, right? Like, if you were having a mastectomy or something and you had, like, excess fat they needed to remove or something like right. that, there is a, a point for liposuction. Even if I feel like maybe you have worked really hard and you are pretty lean, but you just have, like, some Stubborn random spot body of body areas. fat yeah. that you could probably remove, you're, you're probably really not, not going to gain it back it. because you are already have made all the changes. Right. I, I could see that. And, and again, it's more of, of, of an ego and aesthetic thing there. But you know what? Sometimes people need that. And yeah, that's man. fine. If you make that call and you've put in the work <laughs> and you're like, I really don't like this about me. And it, it could have even yeah. potentially been there from being heavy in the first place. Or people have lost a tremendous amount of, of weight, but they have all that loose skin like how, how big of a mind fuck is that like I've worked yeah, so hard yeah. and I'm sure they still feel better and even look better than they did when they were drastically overweight but now I have all this loose skin like by all means surgical you know find yeah. some surgical intervention if that's if that's available to you and you, you can afford yeah. that I've but jump, jumping no to lipo is like your first go-to solution is like well, it's just not going to work. Yeah. And not long, it's going to be really term. Yeah, it's going to be really term. really painful and probably expensive and then you're going to be really pissed yeah. when you gain it so back. So I look at that as, as the same way as, you know, the intuitive eating drive as well. Like, you know, it can be the end goal, it does not need to be the first step. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't that our whole societal cult culture is that we want to jump to the last step? First? Absolutely. Every, sure every, everybody that. wants the, the yeah. easy button, not Fully understanding and grasping that you will what not appreciate it if you actually got what that. Commercials. That was easy. That was well, the easy button. <laughs> yeah, the easy button. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was easy. That was easy. But um, that reminds me of that other social media thing that I saw. It was like a, I think they called it a virtual. 
gastric virtual bypass, gastric band. Which I don't really feel like the word virtual makes it sound like it's like you're doing a Zoom call. Um, <laughs> but it was, it's like um, a hypnosis thing. Right. Where I guess you go and you get hypnotized. Why would they call it virtual? I know. I felt like that was really the Because they probably are, are hypnotizing it you virtually. virtually. It may even be pre-recorded. <gasps> wow, that would be crazy. Could be pre-recorded. Um, so you, that's something you go that I kind of think that all of us should go do is like some weird hypnosis thing about like eating or something, you know. But yeah, it had, you okay. know. <laughs> what did he say? I don't know. He he gave me pause for just a second. We're gonna have to touch on that, Victor. <laughs> we have questions. <laughs> all right, that's fine. Go ahead, continue. Um, I think we should all go do that. Though. I think it'd be funny. It'd I, be it'd be well, interesting yeah, to in. see the results. Cause like, you know, this thing seems like complete BS to me. But like, if it makes someone even like somehow it makes them for some reason eat less. Yeah. Right. Like technically, that's working because now yeah. they're eating less. Now they're gonna. Then I, I can't really shit on that. You know, if, if, if it works, <laughs> that's great. Way. Even if you have like it's it's sold like an online course and it's pre-recorded, but yeah. it works like fuck it by all means yeah, i mean we say all the time that the the mental side of it, it is, is the toughest part so it if is you have a cheat code for the mental side of things that you yeah. can unlock i mean that's what therapy is yeah. therapy is unlocking the mental side of life to make things easier yeah, has to, anyone to ever me, done th- any hypnosis here no what's that either have you ever done any hypnosis i bet, I bet no, victor asked because he worked for one yeah i used to work for a hypnotist <laughs> really? um <laughs> I, so i I worked for an entertainment company, and the guy who owned the, the company that I worked for, his main occupation was he was a, a hypnotist. Main he used to work on the college market. Uh, I think he still does. But he worked in the college market and would go around different colleges and do hypnosis shows. What do you do um, for a living? I'm a professional hypnotist. So he had a show that... <laughs> uh, right, he, okay. What's your budget for your home? Fine, don't tell me. <laughs> $5 million. I'm a professional hypnotist. My wife is a butterfly gardener. A butterfly <laughs> gardener. A stay-at-home astronaut. <laughs> I go to space every time I take a nap. <laughs> so, but he would do the, these shows. He actually had one that he did about, like, alcohol. He would, like, throw a party. They would all be out, and he'd throw a party... And have them get them drunk on water. What? They'd have water bottles and getting drunk. And one of them would pass out. And then when the party would go on and be like, oh, you didn't even notice the drunk passed out kid in the corner kind of deal. Wow. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not yeah. fully sold on hypnotism. Me neither, but that's why I think it'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I did, it wasn't until I would watch these shows and regularly the stuff that would happen and how these kids would react and stuff like it so much so that there was one of the schools that we went to that he regularly would go to. And he, it was a camp that he did, like a summer camp thing. And so all the counselors were there every week, but the students would change. Mm. Well, we went, and the one guy, the first week, got one of the counselors got put under. And he then was so susceptible that he'd be in the audience. And as he was doing his spiel on the stage with the thing, he, the kid would go down in the, in the audience. Weird. Because he was so like susceptible just to his voice, and he would start talking, and and everybody knew what happened. And every week they would have to hold this kid and be ready. They, like he'd be sitting there, and I would not be attending this because <laughs> he would because be, he he'd be. I just out. don't. I don't feel like I'm susceptible to hypnotism. And you might not be. Yeah. It is. Um, Did you notice that it was like hit or miss with some people? Yeah. So there are a lot of roadblocks onto. I should. I have a buddy who's also a hypnotist. We should yeah, bring we him on should the have show. Him on you the have show. multiple hypnotist buddies. 
I work in entertainment Roger for that. a living. <laughs> Roger that. Um, I have friends who do lots of weird Same. things. I have so. zero hypnotist I have friends who can juggle. I have, I, I I have some friends that are hypnotic. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Michael's looking in the mirror. <laughs> I'm my own best friend. It's sad. <laughs> but damn, am I mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm only sad for a moment. And then I see myself. Um, so, but I, yeah, I have a buddy who's, uh, in fact, when last time we were out in Vegas, we went and saw uh, a guy that he knows in Vegas, the hypnotist in Vegas, we went and saw a show. So from what I know, we can have him on and we'll talk to him maybe, and that'd be fun, is the, there are people, you have mental blocks. Like if you think you're, if, like if you're going to get there and be like, he's not going to hypnotize yeah, me. Yeah, you're not, then then you're not open to then it. He, like yeah. I get it. You have to be open to it. And even when they put you under... They can't get you to do something that you wouldn't do. Okay. Like you're, I feel like that's what a hypnotist tells you, so that you're not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I mean, but some they pretty much, from what I understand, again, I could be wrong on this. Like anybody can be hypnotized, but if you're, if as long as you're open and you're willing to do it, and even if you're not, like they can get there, but it just takes longer. And and so all the guys that I know are are they do shows, like they're performers. So if you take a long time to go under, they don't need you. Like, mm-hmm. they don't want to work with you because I only have so much time for this show. No, it makes so sense. So they get the guy. That's why they, a lot of them that I know, you, they bring a bunch of people on stage. And then the ones that are most susceptible, they do some things to find out who's going to be good and who's not. They, they're really good at that kind of stuff. And they get rid of the people. <laughs> they're that, really good at singling out the weak-minded. <laughs> it's not a weak-minded I'm thing, I'm though. kidding. Uh, but, but that's a misconception. And Thank so, you for taking it as a joke, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the reason I, <laughs> I get what you're doing. He got really like, offended. He, Obviously, he's been hypnotized and before. I have not, actually. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm I haven't uh, ever gone under. Um, I keep saying gone under. Now I feel like I'm going into surgery. I'm out. Going I'm out on the hypnotist. You're, you're under hypnosis. And it's it's crazy the things that they can get them to do. Even the, guy, the, the ones that are under really well. And then they don't take certain suggestions. And they don't do certain things. Yeah. But then there's other ones that, like, it was... I've seen kids um, moonwalk across the stage that they didn't, like, Wow. Like I've without being able to moonwalk previously. I don't know. Yeah, see that kind of. <laughs> I don't know if you, you want to watch me eat shit on stage. <laughs> Come on. But I've seen. I've seen. So them if they did it well, that person came walls. to the show with that skill. I've seen them do like he, he's done a lot of. I've I've seen multiple different shows from multiple different people now and. It's amazing the things that you can get How them to do. interesting. We should reach out to him and see if he'll come on the show. Just out of curiosity, because I kind of want to ask him about stuff like this. Yeah, let's see as if he can like, lessen my sweet tooth. Not get rid of it, but lessen it. Just take a little, take a little edge off. <laughs> Just take a little sweet edge yeah, off. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty weak-minded, so I could get that. Ah, no. see, I mean, that was low-hanging fruit, but I'll accept <laughs> it. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's the idea. Is they just change, especially I've heard too from them that like being under hypnosis for thirty minutes is like equivalent to like eight hours of sleep for your brain. Oh my god! I I feel like that's an interesting statement that they have no studies for. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Like. I, yeah, there's. I'm there's not. I'm not arguing with you. I, I really have. I, I have know, no clue. I have no background other than the people that I know and yeah. the things that they have. Said, I'm just. I'm real. You know, skeptical. He likes ske- science. Well, I'm real skeptical <laughs> when somebody gives me a, a dead set fact statement that is has not been proven. I'm weird about that. Yeah, I mean, 
I, like I said, all I know is what I've seen from these shows, and right. I was not a believer until I've seen it from my eye and with my own two eyes numerous, yeah. numerous times that I'm like, I guess there it's a little bit different to too. It. Like you know, in a show where it's like I'm gonna put you under, and you know something's gonna happen or whatever, rather than doing something where you put someone under and you like are trying to change their mindset. About but if they're that willing, could be too. how many yeah. people are willing and they want it so bad? Oh and yeah, just like if that's you why can, I think it works. Yeah, if you, <laughs> you can get know? to that pathway and just unlock that a little bit, that even even yeah, if it's ten percent better, that's a freaking success. Yeah, oh, for like, sure. So I mean, bring bring it back to the whole the fitness side with the the virtual gastric band. I mean, even if the I don't like that the name that that. No, nah, it's like not that. a great name. But I mean, even if you have to assume that anybody who's one gonna. I don't want to say fall for it, but buy into it. Mm-hmm. Um, they want it bad. Like they either want to look better badly, or they want to eat better badly. And and I think that's it's more eat common better for badly. They they really badly want to eat better <laughs> <laughs> badly. <laughs> I feel like it's more likely that most people just want to look better, not realizing they need to focus on really desiring to be healthy first, and that the the looking better is is going to be one of those. If you're on track, guaranteed, you side know, effects. side side effects. And yeah. it, it's while that may be the biggest bonus to you emotionally, it's the focus on the health that really drives people to distance. If your main focus is that I just really want to look better, then it, it doesn't change the habits. It doesn't give the, the drive to create those new changes and, and routines. But my 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 point therapy is therapy people therapy. Yeah, mm-hmm. my point yeah. is going to somebody for that hypnosis to lose weight. They are going in hard. They really really want it. So it's a matter of whether or not that's enough to to fool the person into thinking that, oh, what I've been told or taught is it's working now. I just know it is, and mm-hmm. then they start making those changes. I mean, even but, if but it, it is a, a yes, a, I'm saying even if a, it's a sugar pill or whatever the heck, what's that word for that? That I'm can't that I'm placebo. 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 Even if it's placebo, like. That's also successful. And that's what I'm like, saying because the, yeah. you've mentally bought into the mix. Yeah. Now, here's the problem that I could see is, is sure, now you think your stomach is, is smaller and now you can eat less. You still may not be eating or you may, you may now be pushing more in the line of mal- malnutrition because somebody who eats less but is still eating the same shitty things they've been eating, yeah. you're that still not fueling your body appropriately. Is exactly what my problem is with actual lap band surgery. Right. I, oh, absolutely. I, I have a, a friend of mine who just had that surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, she just she lost 100 pounds on her own. Yeah. Nice. And before this, well, 75 before the surgery. Now, does she have the lap band or the gastric bypass? So the gastric bypass, they're actually cutting stuff out and shortening things and making things smaller. Yes. The that. lap band, see, that, that one to me is, is a hard pill to swallow because that cannot be reversed. Yeah. The lap band. Oh, that's just the band. Yeah, on the no, lap band had, just goes around the stomach to make it smaller. Removed. That can be, yeah. She had stuff removed. Oh God, that's so. Yeah, it scared me. That, so I was scared for her too. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. Um and so, uh, and was but that the only option or just what she decided to go for? And you may not have the answers to this. I'm just curious. Yeah. I don't know if I have the answers. All I know is that it, weight has been a struggle for her for a long time and she was tired of struggling and I get that hundred no. yeah. percent weight was a struggle for, for me for a long time that I just got comfortable with who I was. And like I said, I, I've said this a million times. I was not mad with where yeah, but, I was. But was I it a struggle for you? Because you didn't have the tools to do it back then. You but know that, what I mean? So, yes, so as soon as you struggle, were given the tools... You had no struggle. But I didn't know I didn't have those of tools. Course. So it of was course. a struggle. It's like trying to fix a car with a hammer, and you're like, I can't fix this car. But yeah. if you sit there for... So if, if you can't fix your car, what do you do? 
I'm saying if you don't know that mechanics exist and you don't know that there's a shop well, that you could take your car to, because that's where people are at. They don't understand kind that of. that stuff works. Kind, I, I completely agree. I kind of agree. So, so there is no way that somebody doesn't know a mechanic exists, right? Like we know there's a dead set way. So I can't fix my car. What do I do with it? Mechanic. Everybody knows a mechanic's available. The problem with the fitness industry and the nutrition stuff and the fat loss thing is let, let's, let's call, you know, I need to lose fat because, you know, my car is broken. What is the mechanic for this? So many people have been sold a shit fucking story, a shit product. They have, quote unquote, done all the diets. They have tried, quote unquote, everything because the whole industry is set up to fucking sell you something and keep you on that nonstop Ferris wheel of being sold products. So the mechanic yeah. in, in that mindset is, is one of those, you know, shysty fucking mechanics. Missing out on the fact that the real mechanic in the fitness industry is somebody who, who helps you build a lifestyle and gives you good information and is not trying to separate you from all your fucking money. I think the big money. difference here is that if I take my car to a mechanic, I get my car back fixed, I got to do all the work myself yeah, in the world so, of fitness. <laughs> Right? Yeah, the mechanic in the role of fitness is only giving me the tools and I have to fix the car. So we're going we're gonna to keep going on that analogy then. So, <laughs> so let's say like for, for the mechanic here where you get to do it yourself, sure you get to do stuff, but that's like putting gas in your car and putting oil in your car and that's kind of the stuff that you do on your own to maintain. So getting the path, and going to the mechanic. Stuff, and, like you can learn to fix your own car yourself. And but, the, but, the, but the fitness-wise, the, the fixing is done mentally. When you go to a fitness mechanic, I'm loving this mechanic analogy, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fix is your brain, and the, the oil changes, the filter changes, the gasoline, the, the appropriate fuel to keep the car running. Sure, you do that yourself because that's on you at that yeah. point. You know what I mean? So it still works. I made it work. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to keep going on this mechanic thing. Uh, but it's kind of in there now. Though, I know. Right? We're kind of in it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but... I just... <laughs> I want to get back to what you were saying before we went on that tangent. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead okay, so you were saying that she was struggling with her weight and she had this done. So oh, so the one thing that I worry about with her... Sorry, yeah, that this is way more important. It's malnutrition. Than the thing. It's not... Yes, but I, I, I don't want to say malnutrition. But, but it is. Her, if you're not small getting... small calorie allotment now is not going to where it should. Well, I'm not saying it is or isn't. Yeah. I, I'm saying that's my concern that with it, it in general. Yeah, is yeah. like she's she's lost a bunch of weight and that's awesome and I want to see that happen. Right. But I'm like, you still need to like, and I, and I've tried to emphasize this. I was like, do I've said this to her? Do not use this as your end all be all. Use that surgery as a tool for your overall health yeah. to get you to where you want to be. Don't think, hey, I had this done. I've, I'm that's it. I'm good right. because that's where you'll fail. Because most yeah. most people got that heavy by eating too much processed, highly calorically dense foods. So if you sh make your stomach smaller, now you're just eating less of highly processed, calorie dense foods. And, so you're not and really will the nothing. stomach and, and doing nothing too. So that's I mean, the, the last time we had talked, you guys both I think agreed that the the nutrition side I think was the most important thing. It is the most. But while important. The, while the fitness still needs to happen. I, I completely agree with you. Like fitness is still a major, major component of it, but but you need to fuel appropriately. Because how do you even get motivated to go go do fitness things if your your vitamins and minerals yeah, are are lacking? Kind of energy levels are low. You don't have the fuel on board for it. And the busier you get, the easier it is to stop at Wendy's. The easier I don't want to attack. I'm not attacking specifically. I love Wendy's. yeah, but screw well, them because they love, stopped carrying saying, our I chicken. I used to love Wendy's, but, but the entirety but, of your diet isn't Wendy's. Fast food is fine. This podcast is a safe space for yeah, yeah get eat some fast food. You want. 
No, but I'm saying like, but that's what happens is that becomes more regular. Correct. That becomes more of of the easy thing. It's the easy button. I was doing it. When I gained all that weight, one of the things that I was doing constantly was stopping at a gas station for pizza. Actually, Mm. pretty Hunt's Brothers Pizza. (laughs) Love pizza. Um, But I would stop and get what I thought was like, okay, I would grab two slices of pizza. Pizza's not bad. It's blah, blah, blah. And now that I know that those two slices of pizza are like 800 calories and... I was doing that as like every day yeah. on top of eating a breakfast and a dinner. Did you also pair that with a soda? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Who I would doesn't love a, a full calorie soda? That shit's I, delicious. I, mm-hmm. I am. I love Coca Cola. Yeah. I'm, I and that same gas station has cans that in a cooler. They have a coolers right by the mm, front. Extra cold. And I on ice, and it's so good. Ice cold. Ugh. Now I'm going to want to stop. I'm going by there today. Thank you for that. Sorry. Um, but yeah, like, so, yeah, if I add two cans of soda, that's, it was a thousand calories right there. In one Easy. One. Yeah. And again, which, which is fine if on the front end of the day you had, you know, lean protein sources, you had some fruits and veggies, you took your vitamins and, you know, and you ended up capping your overall calories for the day. Like, well, what that's fucking is, fine. It was dough, pizza, and I wasn't fulfilling enough. Right. So I was still starving and I would eat a full big old meal later when yeah. I'd have a bowl of cereal with the kids in the morning. That was now that I know is about 800 calories. Yeah. So yeah, just cereal's be- upsetting for that reason. It is. Ugh. So 800 calories cereal plus a thousand calorie lunch. I'm at 1800 already. And I have been like, those are like light meals. Yeah. Like yeah. a bowl of cereal ain't carrying you long. No. Nope. And two slices no. of pizza ain't carrying you real long. Mm-mm. So all of a sudden I have, I'm, I'm really hungry. And then at dinner I would, if I was on the road, stop at like Chipotle, even which is yeah. pretty decent. I still stop at Chipotle all the time. I yeah, yeah, Chipotle. you can make Chipotle but work. You, you can easy. still get fat on good food. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? so it's, oh, yeah. But that's what I wanted to say. To you. That's kind of what I'm why I'm bringing this up is because you were saying that it's all processed stuff. It doesn't Whoa, necessarily. Have I didn't to say be it's just, all. I said the likelihood of an obese yeah. person. The likelihood of them taking in too much processed, hyper palatable food is is there. That's well, just that's how most people got there. That's because yeah, not, but that's what you said. How most people got there. Are, are the created same. equal. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to dive into that a little bit. Let's, yeah. let's do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the difference? We've talked about it before about protein, um, about how because it blew both my mind and Chrissy's mind, I believe, when you said you could eat just lean protein and eat like 3000 calories of just protein and you wouldn't gain any weight. And we were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> how does I mean, that work? That sounds so like a lot of food. But my it's, a tremendous <laughs> amount of, it's a tremendous amount of food. My question <laughs> to start this because that has been in my brain since you've said that how many m- months ago. Victor, you should do that one day. What? Oh, my God. Eat 3,000 calories of just lean protein. <laughs> how much how much a lot chicken of chicken. Be? With a lot right, of well, 3,000 divided by four. You're looking at 750 grams of protein. Um, in a pound of chicken, you're getting, I want to say, about 120 grams of protein. Oh. <laughs> so you're looking at about six or seven pounds of protein of chicken. <laughs> Is that right? Probably do that. Did I nail that. Do you? If it's seasoned I think you're a little well, over, maybe, but yeah. if it's seasoned well, especially you know what makes it easier. I've been doing this a lot with the kids. Ground, so ground chicken. Yeah, it they eat it like crazy. It's hard sometimes. The consistency of chicken in general, it's a lot of chewing. Yeah. So what I was doing with if I would cook a bunch of chicken breasts was dice it up real little and then throw it in stuff and they'll devour it. Yeah. So I'm actually uh, about to buy a meat grinder. For that reason, so okay. that I can start grinding more meat. Because for some reason, if it's ground up and so it's 
it's easier to consume. It is easier, and, and honestly, if you have it mixed with anything too, it fully coats each each bite, yes. so it, everything goes down easier. Now, the thing to keep in mind as an adult, if you have a very large appetite and you find yourself not super satisfied even after taking in all your calories, there is something to chewing your food Dude, and taking real. the time to, to cut your food and chew it, and then it takes the body a little bit longer to break it down. So regular steak or, or regular chicken takes longer to break down than ground chicken or ground yes. steak because that's already semi-processed for you a little bit. Yeah, if something you also about just eating like a whole about chicken it. breast where I have to like cut it and chew yeah. it and eat it, it's like I... You're forced to take your time. You're forced <laughs> really to chew does through make it. Me it feel does feel more full for some now, reason. My best, best chicken, down, best chicken yeah, ever... Is you you get I get the the big five pound packs and put in a big freezer bag of uh, the Dale's low sodium steak sauce with uh, a thing of Italian dressing. I use the light Italian dressing and let that marinate. You should let that marinate. Let that marinate. And then when I then when I grill it, it's on the lowest setting. I'm taking my time for it, and that shit slow is slow, baby. super slow tender. Slow. Every every bite, you're not getting that kind of dry feeling, and the, the taste is, uh, the seasoning is fantastic. Interesting. Hmm. Dale's what now? Dale's steak sauce. You'll find that over in, like, the barbecue sauce Dale's and steak sauce. Dale's steak sauce. Hey, we went about 30 minutes before we started talking about food now. That's pretty good. pretty good. That was not us. bad. Oh, no. yeah. Because... <laughs> I mean, normally, what, what, 10 minutes last time it was? Um, right, so, so calorie partitioning is, is what decides... Is that what it's what, called? Yes. Okay. Kind, kind of. Calorie partitioning is, means what your body decides to do with the calories you take in. Like some people who have a slower metabolism or they, they don't work out as much or, you know, whatever, their body's more likely to take some calories and shuttle that off to, to fat loss or, sorry, for, for fat gain, whereas somebody who does work out often and, and they're resistance trained and they eat a little bit of a leaner diet, but those carbs and fat and such they have, um, the body's more likely to shuttle it towards, you know, muscle gain or, or maintaining lean connective tissue. Everybody's a little bit different when they're, they're calorie partitioning. So somebody who is just naturally very lean and athletic and muscular and doesn't have to work very hard at it, their body prioritizes calorie partitioning towards maintaining muscle and connective tissue and not storing it as fat. That must be nice. Yes. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> Jerk. Um, so, it's so, conf this stuff is so confusing to me. It, and it I is. definitely, I'm not going to lie, since you said about that about the calorie thing, I've been thinking about it nonstop about the lean protein thing. So, do does lean protein calories not count like if i'm cal if i'm counting that i'm allowed 2000 calories just for equal round numbers i I'm, my 2000 calories is my calorie right. if i have 100 calories of that or 200 calories let's say uh of that is lean protein does that not actually count towards my 2000 no it it because if I can't store it, okay, why does we're, that count? We're gonna, that we're count? gonna take. I'm gonna try and take as shallow a dive into the science as possible here, because because, because this is crazy. It, it it's is so different. So here's and here's wild. the thing. If if you get too caught up on the things that the body chooses to do on its own, you're gonna go fucking nuts. And then you get really really deep in the weeds. So the the overall yeah, the, I'm here. Yeah, weed no, 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 and, that, and that's fine. <laughs> weed so so for for those of you who just want the simple answer, I'm gonna start with that. And for those of you, who, and then when you want to tune out for the the slightly more nerdy stuff. You can tune out for that, and then it goes even deeper if you we want don't to get into the science. We don't tuning out on this podcast. No, no, no that's, that's true. <laughs> All right, so on the front end, the main factors to, to consider when with, with fat loss um, or, hell, even maintaining your muscle gain, what are the, what are the main – give me three factors. Wait, I thought you were talking. Wait, we're oh, I'm, I'm going to, but these things you guys oh. know, so okay, don't, don't three, think I'm trying to stump you. Go with simple answers. Three factors for – it would be easier if we just focus on fat loss. Okay. What are the top three factors for fat loss? Deficit. 
Calorie deficit. Calorie deficit. Calories, number one. Okay. Is this about eating? Everything in general. Maintaining But mostly protein. eating. High protein. protein. Yep, yep. Those yep, are the top yep. two. And fiber, I guess. That, that, let's call that... What about eating fruits? Yeah. So and we're veggies? gonna go. We're gonna go four now. So yes, okay. fiber. And yeah. what's the the last one that is is one of the most important things to signal the body to do the right shit with the food you take in? Exercise. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Correct. So, so resistance yeah. slash strength training specifically. So yeah. we got calories. Let's let's put protein and fiber in the yeah. same category. Okay. Sure. But slash. protein's gonna make you know, you know maintain your your muscle mass, connective tissue, et cetera, et cetera. And the resist resistance training makes the body want to make fat the primary burn, because fat your body doesn't want to get rid of fat. It wants to burn carbs for energy. It does not want to burn fat. Um, and it will burn fat, or I'm sorry, car uh, carbs as that first source of energy. It'll burn protein after that if you're not somebody who exercises. So muscle and connective tissue. And then, yeah. and then really? it will target fat last step because it thinks you're in a famine. Your fat stores are to maintain and preserve you in a famine. But when you resistance train, your body's like, oh, shit, we have stimulus. We need to preserve muscle and connective tissue. So now, if your calorie deficit isn't too low, your protein is adequate, and, and you are resistance training, your body now will target fat via science. This is how we trick it to kind so of So your body's all about survival, essentially, 100%. is what I'm getting. So anything that is about what it needs, what it thinks it needs, needs to, to survive, survive. that's what it's going to prioritize. Gonna, shit, this guy lifts heavy weights all the... Or yeah, for some reason, this yeah. person is lifting heavy. heavy. We need to make sure we keep <laughs> it's, it's all this because for, they for need survival. this for survival. Yeah, it's hunting it so down. It's building something. It's moving yeah. fast, et, et cetera, et cetera. And this is where, where hormone levels will start to drop and such. So when you get bodybuilders that get staged lean, which is roughly, I think, 4 or 5% for, for males and closer oh to the, the 10% realm for females. And it's the same so level, it's the same level of leanness. So that's the physiological difference, too, between males and females. Like that, that's a large percentage difference, but yeah. that's stage lean for both of them. They're both shredded to hell and back. Um, but for, for males, especially, well, women, often women Why will... Because it looks the same. Like... A woman at ten percent looks just as because women have to have fat in different areas. You've you've got breasts, which are going to kick up, you know, uh, yeah, percentage wise. Yeah, do anything about the titties; they're there. I mean, you do lose a lot of weight in your yeah. There's and the in internal organ type type fat stays, and and you know, sexual reproductive hormones for females that you know everything in there is a little bit more important. Um, so is it, talk it, about survival. The woman's body is really trying to make babies. Usually, yeah, yeah, but when a woman gets super lean, a lot of them will lose their, their period at that point. Men at that level are, are going to have a real big trouble, erections and, and sex drive. And, really? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I will th never get there. Think about it like... <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. You, you That's look, it. You look at a bodybuilder as that penultimate physique, and the physiques are fucking phenomenal. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong, but the body is not meant to be that lean long term at, at, at all. So it's, this body's like, oh, shit. We look phenomenal, but we're in a fucking famine right now. Shut down sex production yeah. hormones. We don't need that shit right now. Uh, drive up the the hunger hormones. You know, let's let's make us, ourselves more insulin um, sensitive. Yeah. You know, so it's ready to take calories on board and and kick everything back up again. Yeah, because I would say that. The first part of that sentence is the part that's not true. Your body isn't like we look phenomenal. Your body could give two fucks yeah, what whether it looks you, like, what you yeah. look like. No, I, I get that. I guess I'm, I'm saying that from but the I'm eyeballs. Saying, of, like, that's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is we're looking at it from the from view of your body, of, yeah. like, body. No, of the function of your, your body. Your body's it probably really panicking at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But like, in, in a way, it's, it's hard to say like your, huh. your body is, is failing at that point because those guys are, and women are, are still strong. They're still athletic. They're still performing. I don't think it's failing you. I think your body is in a state of like almost, I don't want to say panic. But it's like, hey, what is it? It's ready to suck up everything yeah, and put on that lean. body fat we again. We are too. Yeah. We need the we need the things. Absolutely. You know? So anybody you see who is that lean, 
year round, year round is either the the point five percent of the around. genetic code where their body just hundred percent prioritizes that that calorie partitioning, or they're on something. Whether it's hormone replacement therapy in the the physiological ranges, or they're on anabolics taking you supra or above physiological ranges, but you need some sort of hormone help to stay shredded year round. Yeah. And or but does that so if you're on the anabolics there or whatever you're on, if you're on that and your supra or whatever is you say within physiological ranges or above. Okay, if you're within or with your above, is it different? Because we just said that if you're shredded all the time, like if you're down that four percent, that you lose like trouble with erections, then you have. If you're you're supplementing the hormones, you're not going to have those those negative hormonal effects, uh, testosterone wise. Whether you're in doesn't matter because you're supplementing those hormones. Okay. The hormones are there no matter what because you are supplementing those those hormones. So you can be shredded and still have all function of everything and be normal. Okay. That's that's why you'll see a, a lot of people who are online and the the. We talked about the the one who passed away recently at like thirty, the Joe Joe Aesthetics. Oh, Joe Aesthetics, yeah. Joe Aesthetics, phenomenal physique. Yeah, like so. Crazy so anybody, physique. you're That's g- the one who would like his make his yeah, yeah you, you can make him ripple. Blah. So again, we've talked about this before. Cool. You're gonna have people shit on. Oh well, of course he looked that good because you know he was on anabolic steroids, and and he was like yeah, he, he, was. he admitted that and everything. But you know, fuck you. The amount of effort that man still has to put in day in and day out to look yeah. the way he did, even on anabolics. Is is unreal. So the the effort is still there. Not everybody's gonna look like that just because they start injecting. But he tried to come off of those. I mean, those. if they were to do hypnosis, they could <laughs> look like that. <laughs> he tried to come off of those um, and had issues with with getting his his yeah, levels his back at a so thirty year old because his body's natural production had been shut off for so long, and he likely wasn't. I, I can't imagine he was. He may or may not. He wasn't doing the H, HCG. Is <laughs> I guess we did get in the weeds. Uh, human. <laughs> What is it? Human chorionic gonadotropin. So that's that's a hormone produced when women are pregnant, and you, a male can shoot that to stimulate his testicles to continue producing semen so that they don't atrophy when, with uh, the uh, replacement therapy. Because if you start injecting steroids or, or hormones, your body's like, oh, shit, we got enough. Shut down the testicles. We don't have to produce anymore. Your testicles will shrink up. This is where that whole thing where, oh, your dick gets smaller if you're a bodybuilder. No. Your testicles will if you're on anabolic steroids because they shut down and they get smaller and they atrophy. So taking the HCG along with your anabolics will maintain their normal production so your testicles don't shrink. And then you have to adjust if you still want to stay within normal ranges. You would lower the, the testosterone you're having on board because the HCG, HCG is picking up some of the, the, the slack. slack. Anyway, sorry, we got carried on. So if we're keeping it simple, it's calories. <laughs> yeah, I know, that. I know. Well, way past that. Rewinding. If you're keeping it simple, calories, protein, yeah. and fiber, and resistance training. Okay. That's the simple, and that's really all people need to focus on because your body's going to do what it does. With, that's all I've ever focused yeah, on. Because yeah. your body's going to decide on its own what it's going to do with your calorie partitioning, where it decides to shuttle things off, and the resistance training helps that. Taking so in more protein really helps that. it doesn't matter whether you know this information. does not matter. It's just more of intriguing. Mm-hmm. Correct. But sometimes knowing a little bit deeper helps somebody stay a little more motivated yeah, sure. on why they're doing what they're doing. So now the next level deeper <laughs> is just that <laughs> slight level <laughs> is that there's, there's something called the thermic effect of food. So this is how much, uh, how many calories your body burns processing these macronutrients. And this is the real meat of uh, a calorie. Not all calories are created equal. Right. So your body will, will, burn through 
30% roughly of the protein and fiber that it takes in just processing that protein and fiber. So if you take in, you know, 1,000 calories of, of protein, right, your body's going to burn 333 of, of those calories just processing the protein. So you're left with 666. I should, I should have picked a different number. <laughs> Did you say it was 30% or 33%? Sorry, 30%. So oh, your number's fine, better. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I automatically went with a third. So, so you'll burn off 300 of those calories, and only 700 are there left to be utilized by the body. Yeah. And because there is no mechanism to store protein as fat, mm-hmm. the body will continue shuttling that protein around until it goes where it needs to go to, to be used, which you know, cuts out the, the you know, falsehood of your body can only process 30 grams of protein in a sitting. Right. And then just gets wasted or what? No. The, the body will keep recycling that protein until it either gets where it needs to be or the body turns it into carbs because your body needs more sugar. Your body can turn protein into glucose, and then it can shuttle that off to where it needs to be. Fascinating. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. There's a process called gluconeogenesis, which is all Latin for, you know, sugar, new, genesis. I don't know what genesis Create. is for. Creation. <laughs> Wait, oh, there it is. Turn... Yeah. Why is it in reverse? <laughs> you can turn your your body when when you need sugar and there's a difference in, in two sides of the coin whether or not it is demand driven or, or not but regardless your body can take protein send it through the liver turn it into glucose it's a process called gluconeogenesis so you can gain weight then from protein. potentially but this that's only if you think you can store carbs as fat can you store carbs as fat sense the tone I, I don't. The answer is no. There oh, it is. Sorry. There it is. So there's another. Deer in headlights. That's exactly <laughs> what I just looked So like. there's another process where your body can take the glucose, again, through the liver, turn it into triglycerides, and now the triglycerides can be stored as fat. So it's such a lengthy process to go from that, too. So an active person, I've said this before, has like a 2% chance of turning carbs into fat because it's another whole process that it has to go through where fat remains relatively unchanged at all. It can be, and fat is being stored and released all damn day. It's the net difference at the end of the day that decides whether or not you store fat or burn fat. Okay, so protein, very hard for protein to become fat, if at all. There's no, no mechanism way. for okay. it. Yep. Carbs. Well, you just said it can get turned into glucose. So therefore now that it's is, a carb. Now it's glucose. But, then but that is a mechanism for protein uh, to become but fat. But think about the fact that by the end of the day, your body has, to, has had to change things twice to now have the potential of storing that as fat. The protein would have to become carbs, and the carbs would have to become fat. Right. And if your body has need for protein, it's not going to just start robbing all your protein and turning it into glucose. It's going to keep cycling that, that protein until it needs to go where it needs so to I go. So I got a question now. Lay it on me. So for these, for the, the, the keto thing, right. where they're only ha- taking in protein and they're trying to cut out all carbs... Doesn't your body then just turn You're eating that a lot of fat. protein? Yeah, but they, that's, they're that's, still that's you're getting into ketones. Yeah. Doesn't your protein then turn? Yeah, be, in- being keto doesn't doesn't cancel gluconeogenesis, but your body is prioritizing turning that protein into glucose because your you're brain needs glucose, any. your your liver needs to replenish its glycogen through, through glucose, and the body's mostly getting its energy from ketones. The body will turn the fat into ketones so that you can then fuel off of that. But it. It is the an ex- fuck it, is a ketone? It doesn't matter. No, another source of energy that your body is capable of using, um, and that's that's what people Sounds use. like a band from the 50s. <laughs> it's the ketones. It's the ketones. It's less efficient than carbs, and that's why the, the studies have shown that, you know, athletes who are, are keto do not have the capability to do as much of the endurance stuff as, uh, uh, you know, somebody who's doing more of a mixed diet. 
people have argued that, and, and some people tool. do pretty well, and some people get adapted to, to using them well. But you put together two high-level athletes together in the same you know field, yeah. the person fueling off of carbs uh, mostly is, is going to outperform. Okay, so what about fat? What about it? Let's talk about what happens <laughs> when I talk eat about fat, baby. macronutrient fat. Pretty much when you take in fat, it's going to get stored fairly quickly. Your body's just going to kind of shuttle that away, but then it's also it going to get released. It gets stored as fat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fat does not have to be changed in order to be put into the fat cell or released from the fat, fat cell. cell. Okay. Fat is, is kind of fat. That's the only one that doesn't really need to be changed. Your carbohydrates will get broken down. Body will pull the glucose uh, out of that, um, and then it's going to send those into your muscles for, for your glycogen stores. That's the easily tapped energy that your, your muscles have in them. All right. So talking about fat, there's a there's I see when I look at nutrition labels, there's saturated fat, yep. Yep. trans fat, and what? There's one more. Isn't there another one? Mono unsaturated, yeah, polyunsaturated. There's yeah. saturated, unsaturated, poly mono, so, whatever. It doesn't matter. The be- the only thing really to focus on is, uh, and this is why again, it is so important, at least for a limited amount of time, to track your overall intake. If you're taking in more than 10% of your overall calories in as saturated fat. Now you're, st- you're starting consistently. You're now putting yourself in the danger zone to clog arteries, raise cholesterol levels. Dietary cholesterol does 10%. not change your overall cholesterol levels much. Having too much saturated fat for, for too long will now start to change your cholesterol levels, your LDL. Your- so it doesn't matter how deficit you're eating, calorie, calorically deficit, if it just matters on the percentage of fats in your diet, Basically, right? That makes yeah. keto sound kind of dangerous. It can be. If you're taking in too much red meat, um, too much butter, too much... Uh, I, everybody I know who's tried that has done a lot of bacon. Love right. Bacon. That's a shit ton of saturated fat. And I, hell, even if... for I, I used to, to swap my days, where I'd have high-carb days on my lifting days. I'd have high-fat, low-carb um, days on my resting days. And I'd, I'd eat a whole pound of bacon in a, in a sitting for those, for those days. And I looked, felt great, but you know, it comes to con- consistently, which I didn't do that every day. So my saturated fat, I, I would normally take in. I took in a lot of, of lean meat. I took in a lot of chicken, um, a lot of turkey, a lot of leaner things. So on the whole, my diet was, was leaner meats. So I, I was likely not going over that threshold. I, I mean, I was also 15 years younger, too. Does it matter? I handle that better. Does it matter on the bacon if you cook the crap out of it and get it real crispy? Isn't that more of the fats out of it? I mean, you're going to take probably more of the fat out of it. Yeah, you're going to cook it out of it. But again... It's hard to track that. Like, exactly yeah. how much fat did you get out of that? You know yeah. what I mean? So how do, you, how do you track that? So when you track, you still track full-fat bacon, and that's what it's best to go off of because you're not going to make uh, an error towards the negative side of that. If you're always tracking the, the most amount of calories when you have two choices, if you err to the side of high calories, you're not going to fall into the negative side of accidentally overdoing all I those mean, I get things. it all back in anyway because that, I would make the bacon, have all that bacon fat in the pan, and then make my eggs. Then make your eggs, which is bacon. fucking delicious. Michael. Yes, yes, ma'am. Sorry. Per weight, fat has more calories? Drastically, yeah. At least a little more than twice the amount of calories per gram of fat. Yep. Interesting. Yep. So your protein and, and carbs... <laughs> for ease of calculation, are four calories per. The actual calories per protein is, I think, 3.2. Carbs are the same as protein? Relatively, yeah. So, so protein is, is the, in actuality, is like 3.2. Carbs, I want to say, say 3.4 or 3.6. And I, I could be making that one up. I cannot remember right Somewhere now. around the four-ish area. Yeah. And then your fat is going to be roughly nine calories. And alcohol is seven calories per, per gram. Alcohol is kind of the, the unofficial fourth macronutrient. 
So alcohol when I mean it's a macronutrient yeah, it in my is. life. So alcohol <laughs> alcohol when it goes into your body becomes the the absolute priority burn, which is why if you have excess fat in your system, it's more likely to get stored. None of the other stuff is really getting processed as well. Uh, and you're getting seven calories per per gram of the alcohol because it is it is technically a poison or a toxin. The body's like, oh fuck, we have to get rid of this. And it makes that 100% priority burn. So that is the only macronutrient that has uh, no thermic effect of food. Like 100% of it gets burned um, through that processing. But that's why it's such a big deal because that burns and it's, it makes everything else. Yeah, it's not. We're not burning other things. Down. Down. And again, like we talked about before, chain, if you're yeah. having more than, as a male, three or four drinks in a sitting, then you start to lower your, your testosterone the levels. That? The, the lower about testosterone? 10, I think it's, it's upwards by about 10% if you've had four to six drinks, and depending on the individual, too, obviously. Yeah. Um, for, you know, one to three days, all, all highly dependent on the individual. So if, How if do you're, I get zero testosterone? How many drinks does that take? Because I'm sure I've hit that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we've all gotten close to that before. <laughs> uh, okay, next question, fiber. Tell me so, about so it. So fiber is going to be similar to protein in that thermic effect of food. You'll burn up 30% of it just processing the fiber. Now you get into the, the soluble fiber, the insoluble yeah. fiber. Now that insoluble fiber doesn't basically, let's use soluble as in dissolve. The insoluble is not really going to dissolve as much. And that's kind of your roughage that helps you know push through your, with your, your intestines and clean things it out. It helps with your poops. Which one's more valuable Yes, in that's your body? right. They're both valuable, but the, the insoluble... <sighs> The insoluble, I think, is going to be hanging out a little bit longer. I think you're going to, you're going to get probiotics from. I was going to say, both. does my does my soluble fiber help more with like a probiotic type scenario? With my good macro, my gut microbiome. They, 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 is that they, what I want to say? Yeah, yes. your gut microbiome. Your your body ferments. The fiber in your system ferments, and it creates your your gut micro um, your probiotics. Is that a nice way Which, of saying it makes you farty? No. no. <laughs> Actually, if it helps with your digestion and, and, and your immune system. Your gut microbiome is made up of all your probiotics and things like that. And the way I've, I've seen it done on a uh, uh, social media thing, who's the, or Suzanne Dev, Devkota or whatever is a big uh, gut microbiome specialist. And if you have all these, these beneficial gut bacteria that are filling up all these spaces where, where viruses and bacteria could kind of get in, then your, your immune system is more bolstered and less susceptible to the things that are going through. And your digestive processes are more efficient. So you should be less gassy when you take in fiber on a consistent basis. Hmm. And studies have also shown that for every five grams that you up your fiber consistently, um, all health markers begin, and inflammation markers, and all-cause mortalities decreases significantly. Hmm. So the, the recommended amount of fiber for females is... I was going to say about 28 grams a day. For males, it's uh, closer to 38 grams per day. And you get more than that, I mean, you're just going to be doing a little bit better, depending on, on comfort. Some people find if they go to that, that 40 or 50 gram mark, they uh, you know, do get kind of gassy or stomach discomfort or a little bit bloated. So you, you kind of play with it. But the most important thing is to, to hit your, your you know, recommended levels consistently and see how you feel. But you do that consistently for, for months and then and hopefully years. And our best fiber foods are what, fruits and veggies? Veggies, you're going to tend to get more fiber from, fibrous veggies. Um, fruits are just a little more palatable. I like to get a good amount from, from fruit. Um, but the widest variety you get, because each one of those different fibers from different sources are going to break down into a different probiotic. Uh, so when you buy probiotics, you see that some yeah, come in two, like three, four, or 11 different strands. Yeah. Some strands are a little bit more important than others, depending <laughs> on who you are. The more variety you have in your diet that continues to ferment and, and produces a more variety of probiotics, the happier and healthier and, and more 
you know, easier you're going to digest things and process things. And it's strangely enough, this, this gets rid of, of, for some people, different types of allergies and different types of, of food intolerances and things like that. It's, it's really protecting your body from the inside that's going to make you more durable for everything you put into it. Interesting. It's so amazing to me, the stuff that we don't think about that matters so much. Like, two years ago, I did not think about this yeah. stuff at all. And I had no, like like we were talking about earlier about, I don't want to get back into the mechanic thing. But, <laughs> uh, the, Do that, you want to talk about testicles again? <laughs> Yay, testicles. Shrinking testicles. <laughs> um, oh, the correct word is atrophy. Sorry. <laughs> But, different. Um, <laughs> but I, I didn't think about it. I didn't realize I didn't have these tools. Right. Because there's, like you said, there's so much out there of if you just chew your food longer, you lose weight. Oh, well, it's carbs. You can't eat carbs. Keep away from carbs. <laughs> and no carbs past 6 p.m. Or yeah. Whatever. And People if you don't eat after everything. 8 p.m., you'll lose weight. If you don't. And looking back and hearing that stuff now, you're like, oh, I understand why this works. Why it's that's because thing. Yeah, it's always absolutely. calorie restriction. Yeah, it, it, it all is. comes and, down and to basically And we that, all get, yeah. tend to get snacked. It's like a lot of people wind down in the same similar way. You, you work all day. You're tired. You want to sit and watch some TV. And, oh, and I'm sitting here and I'm kind of bored. Let me, mm. let me get some snacks TV out. And snacks. Whereas if you put a hard cap on yourself and you get into that mindset, I can't have any calories after 8 p.m. Then, then you're less likely to snack afterwards and start to sabotage your diet. And that's what having, you know, uh, diet sodas on hand for, for me has been extremely beneficial for people I've worked with. It's beneficial. So if you say for like right before 8 p.m., the last part of your, part of your day, have a, a protein bar and uh, diet soda, like you're going to feel pretty good at that point for the most part. Or have the protein bar for the calories, then, you know, at 9 or 10 when you're feeling snackish, you just need a little sweet fix, have your diet soda at that point. I did that protein cake because we last time I was saying, oh, bless, bless you. you. How I was doing the... Uh, protein cakes for breakfast the yeah. bowl cake for breakfast that i was like i did it again and i had it for breakfast and i was like i don't feel like this gets me like that and then i ate pretty good that, that whole day and then at the end of the day i was like you know what i'm gonna do another one because nice. you guys had said that and i ended the day with it and i was like super full and good like i yeah. didn't want to snack after stuff so leaving yourself a good pop of like something really filling at the end Absolutely. of your day, I think really matters. You, you don't feel like you're sacrificing at that point. That's the biggest thing. Everybody wants to push on the front end. You know, especially you get the people that are those those yelling motivators. They're like, you need to get your fucking shit together. It's discipline, this, this, and that. And sure, it is. Mm. But there's ways to, to do it that you don't feel like you're we've sacrificing been, We've as been much. doing the Michael where we've been eating fruit at night. And it's yeah. interesting how... What fruit? We've been eating uh, grapes, raspberries, and mm, nice. cherries. We so we tried. Quinn had these at her house. They were plum cherries, Ooh. and they're real good. They're All like right. just like almost like big cherries, and uh, but we couldn't like find the size those. Of a plum? Yeah, smaller than a plum, a little bit, but okay. but big cherries with a pit, you know, and mm. uh, but real tasty. And we went to or to Publix to try to find them. We could not find them, so we ended up getting plum cots and apriums. What? They're plum apricots. Mixing and so apricot many different fruits these days. Plums yeah. or something. Anyway, um, plum cots were good. The other ones were weird right. and fleshy and strange. Anyway, um, but but what's interesting about eating fruits like that, especially little fruits like grapes or raspberries, it gives me that satisfaction of like putting multiple things into yeah. my mouth, which I like. You get to eat over a longer but period of time. It's crazy how like if you were to give me a bag of chips, I could annihilate that whole oh, bag no of chips. Oh, no doubt about it. But when you turn it into grapes, 
or raspberries. I like grapes and raspberries, right? But I cannot overeat grapes and raspberries. You're getting that that almost signal that you are satisfied. Yeah. Where, where hyperpalatable foods do not it's so give you that signal. fascinating to me. So it's like yeah. I've been doing that at night, and then I'm like, wow, it's crazy how I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I've started doing a, a lot more yogurt and and fruit for dessert. And honestly, the, the yogurt and cereal is my still my my second meal of the day. Yeah, so good. Like wait, on a consistent basis right now, because it, for me it's important to not just pick boring shit. Doing a gallon jug of it. He does no, a whole thing. I do. Of yeah. Things. I, no, I do my, my breakfast sandwich in the morning, which is open-faced, bagel. I've got a little bit of the uh, balsamic glaze that you can put on. Oh, I so use a slice of provolone for each, yeah. two eggs on top for each. Um, and then I'll have some fruit beyond that. My second thing of the day is is literally... I the think entire it's, container of yogurt. Well, yeah, it's, uh, well, yeah. It's a pound and a half of the Carbmaster yogurt, vanilla. <laughs> and then I... I We'll put that on the scale and set it to grams, and I'll pour two full servings of my Reese's Puffs is what I'm using right now. <laughs> and I'll mix that in, but the whole thing is only 520 calories. So it's a lot of volume, from which I need because I have such a big appetite, yeah. but I'm getting 40, 40 grams of protein, 520 calories, so and it's delicious. How is it only, yeah, how's it only 500 calories? That because tub of the, the tub is, the whole tub is eight servings. Each serving is six ounces. It's 48 ounces. So it's eight servings of six ounces, which is only 70 calories per, per serving. And cereal is not high calorie. Cereal is pretty high. No. Cereal, it's 170 calories per serving on the cereals that I have. Okay. It is, they're like 160 so, per serving. Right. So two is, what is that, 320 yeah. just on those two. So you're telling me that whole... Yeah. Three, whatever. <laughs> well, I was, yeah, if I was yeah so four servings of 70 calories is what? 280. Four. You said you're using the whole thing, so that's eight. No, I, I, a pound and a half. The whole thing is three pounds. Oh, oh. Oh. Okay, that's why I was like, how are you doing? <laughs> so you're doing half of it, so four servings okay. of it. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. And then whatever gotcha. cereal I have, okay. which I think my cereal is uh, 120 or 140, I can't remember. But it comes out to just, just over 500 calories, and it's filling as hell for me. Yeah, yeah. also just satisfying because you're going to eat fucking cereal, which is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Yo. then my, my third meal a day when I'm just staying chill is I, I have all that, that Dale seasoned grilled chicken. I'll do an entire grilled chicken breast of that, which is like, once it's cooked down, it comes out to like 12 ounces, but it's a total of about 16 ounces of protein because you have to account for what's counted cooked mm-hmm. out so weight-wise. Um, I'll do that. I'll chop that up. I'll do one of the, the Uncle Ben's 90-second jasmine rice things, and then I take my G. Hughes barbecue sauce and use that liberally, mix the yeah, whole thing liberally, up. liberally, baby. Super satisfying. And then I'll have either one of the Little Carb Master yogurts because they have a tremendous amount of flavors, and Kroger has those for like 40 cents a piece. Yeah, they're pretty How cheap. is your stomach not so tore up from all of that yogurt? Because I take in enough fiber on a regular basis. My body is processing that stuff very, very well. I love yogurt. I love yogurt too, but if I eat, like, Aaron I can't do Froyo. Aaron doesn't like yogurt, and I wish Froyo really? tears me up. Yeah, he doesn't like yogurt. Get him the vanilla yogurt and put Reese's Puffs in it. Maybe so he'll like that. it more. Because it's, it's just like a different way of eating cereal for the most part. He it's, doesn't like, he filling. thinks that yogurt's, like, kind of sour. It is. He's not into that. I think it's well, sweeter if you put cereal in it. Correct. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Try, try that mix because it's I still. Maybe if I mix, like, some peanut butter into it. That could work, but is that going to mix? Oh, yeah. If you if you microwave your peanut butter, you can drizzle it in, which I used to do with the uh, the casein protein. You can make the, the protein pudding in it. So I'd use, like, the chocolate casein pudding. Right, yep. And then I would microwave the, the peanut butter, and I would drizzle that in and mix it in, and you have this chocolate peanut butter monstrosity. It's just I love banging. that. That reminds me that I should do a recipe that I actually haven't tried, but we had the idea. Michael, hit me. Crippies, culinary concoctions. Boop, boop, boop. Nailed it. Um... <laughs> Me and Victor were talking about this earlier. So I think we've talked about uh, Clearway on here before. But if we haven't, let me backtrack. 
There are some companies. My protein makes some. I'm sure that's getting this more popular. Really good, yeah. But they have like some fun flavors. Like if you're tired of your protein shakes always being like chocolate or sweet or whatever, this is nice because it hits the the other kind of sugary drink cravings of like lemonade or raspberry or whatever. They're like fruity flavors. Yeah. And it's yes. Cause you want to, sometimes you want a beverage. It's not water yep. and you don't want to drink a protein shake yep. and you're like, what? Like it's worked out really well. I've talked about this before, but it's worked out really well for me who goes to gigs all the time. Mm-hmm. I can take lemonade with me yep. as opposed to taking just water and get extra and protein. You're getting in. protein in. And, and bec- the clear way is like, I think it's like 60 calories or so. It's like pure protein. It's like straight protein. It it was was 80, I think. 20 20 grams of protein and 80 calories. It's a pretty good good ratio. We just learned it's four calories per uh, gram of protein. So it's exactly pure. How do they do that? I don't know, man. I have no idea. I think it's all sugar-free flavoring. I don't really know. I mean, it is sugar-free flavoring. But it's it's pretty good. Uh, Mixing it can be a little bit annoying because it does like foam up. So you have to like have some time to let it settle and such. But Mm -hmm. anyway... I was thinking about making popsicles with it. Oh, my God. Thinking, Say more words. Well, I was thinking just plain old popsicles would work, but you could also, like, put actual, like, pieces of fruit into it. Yeah. Which would be pretty... It's just, like, like been a, a bajillion million degrees outside every day here, and so I thought that would be, like, a nice, yeah, refreshing also, protein treat. Yeah. And if it's, you know, middle of your afternoon, and you've had a hard day at work, you know, and you want a frosty libation... A frosty libation. Protein it up. Protein it up. Got some clear whey and some vodka... Boom. Boom. Just the clear way in vodka? Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah, Yo, it could be a mixer be, for booze, which would be yeah. fun. That would be you'd mix it prior to like put, a gimlet. If you yes, use the lemonade, yes. that would be like a gimlet. You'd mix, you'd mix it prior Yo. to putting yeah, it in the ice cubes. You could use it like but, sour mix. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Yo. Yeah. There are so many things you could do. If, if it was frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, you can make ice Let cubes it go. with it. Drink it up. You can <laughs> put it in ice cubes and the trays and... And do ice and, cubes and, with it. And all the things. <laughs> and put it in drinks. Yeah. And then huge can, fan of the clear way. Because it, it does mix that well and it does it doesn't give you that that thicker whey protein kind of taste you no, usually it's get really when it's light. very I, light. Yeah. I, I never buy protein that is the citrus flavor. I bought that stuff before in the in the bigger tubs, and it just never mixes and quite hits that that fruity, light, lemonade ish yeah. no, kind of flavor. Protein. Clear way, I, I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Yeah, it's they ultra do. processed it's or so ultra. Yeah, it feels fine. magical and it's just kind of a fun, it's different from regular protein where you're like kind of tired of all these like sweet, weird flavors. Um, and I feel like it opens the door for uh, some possibilities of Yo, some fun. it's summertime. Yeah. I play a lot of gigs by the beach, and they do those frozen drinks. If you made ice cubes out of it, you could throw it in a blender yeah. with some yeah. tequila. Yeah, it would be fun to just add some protein yo. to your booze, you know? I'm not a booze drinker, but if Definite I was going to be. <laughs> that would be the way, <laughs> to, be the way to do it. I'd have protein in it. Yeah. yeah. Yo, that... I'm going to have to... I think we just blew some summer minds, people. Yeah. Our own included. I'm yeah. going to have to try it because yeah. I have clear protein, or clear whey in the house. So we will report back next week Damn as nice. to the deliciousness of this. I'm going to try and pop some... My, my kids like the protein water. They Do call they? it my, my son Casey's always like that's a great water? that's a great way to get kids protein up a little bit. It's a treat. Yeah, yeah. Try, try to make some popsicles. Yeah. You got any popsicle I'm molds? gonna try. I uh, yes, we do. You do you? Perfect. Yeah. Give it a go. We if you popsicles. don't, just stick you know a toothpick in the ice cube tray. That's what I used to do, but it's really not as good. <laughs> 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 we have little guitar silicone ones. Of course you do. Oh, I have the yes. skull ice cube mold. Oh, that's true. I have some <gasps> brain ice cream ice cube molds. Nice. Yeah. 
Anyone want what? some brains? <laughs> they look like brains. <laughs> Anybody protein want brains? Brains? brains anyone? That if you put fruit in, if you met that, that you would put be alcohol cool. and yeah. protein and fruit in it. Yes, I will eat your brains. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying if you just mix it up with the fruit, yeah, like kinda, blend it I with the fruit. I kind of want to do like then... some frozen strawberries and like a lemonadey one or something, All and right. make like some. Right? Wouldn't that be good? Yo. Yeah, I'm onto something here. Yes, people. I think you are. Yeah. yeah. We'll report back next week. Absolutely, guys. It was another episode. We got through it. Yeah, we did. We did. It. it was an absolute pleasure talking Mike, at you. Thank you very much for all the information. Like legit, Anytime. I know we t- we we do this all the time. And and thanks Mike, for us letting us brain. eat your protein. Absolutely. Brain, you know? Yeah. yeah. You're very yeah. <laughs> Gross. So, guys, thank you so much for listening for another episode. We appreciate you guys. And do all the social things, like like our page. Come on up. <laughs> do we've the had, social yeah. things. Yeah. Do the social things. Uh, we appreciate. We've, we had uh, actually recently somebody message us uh, talking about how we've been able to help them. And that's just so cool to oh, see. Oh, I love that. To yeah. hear about it. And so if you guys. We, we don't get we, to hear that that often. It's nice when people take that extra step. Let us know if, if we've impacted you, what, what you could hear more of. Absolutely. Um, because that also help. helps us get the show better. Also, share it, your culinary concoctions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If and, there's and, something it, you're eating. And if you just have a question. We've had people, people just reach out with questions. Yeah. We're happy to answer. Absolutely. We're so, here for you and such. Finding my fit at 40 on socials. Uh, and again, if you found us on the pod, you can listen to us anywhere you want. Also go on. I've, we don't ask for this often, but it does help us out. If you go on, like it and, uh, give us five star reviews and all that can, or write a review. We, we appreciate all that stuff. But at, most of all, we appreciate you just spending some time with us and listening. We know how valuable time is. And the fact that you choose to spend some of it with us is pretty awesome. So thank you guys. Word. We love you. We appreciate each and every one of you. And we'll, uh, be back next week. Truth. Bye. Catch, catch you on the flippity flop. Flip flop. Pew. 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 <laughs>